0: You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date with what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, during a recent school board meeting, Superintendent Stan Jefferson unveiled plans for a new building project aimed at preschool through third grade students. Before we begin, a message from our sponsors.
1: Is getting the flu and COVID-19 vaccines on your to-do list? The CDC recommends getting flu and COVID-19 at the same visit, if eligible. Head to your local vaccine clinic to protect yourself this holiday season. You've got this because we've got you. For help connecting to vaccines, call your local Area Agency on Aging today at 419-524-4144. Funded by the U.S. Administration for Community Living through a grant to U.S. Aging.
0: Now our future story. Superintendent Stan Jefferson at a recent school board meeting unveiled plans for a new building project aimed at preschool through third grade students. This initiative marks a pivotal step towards expanding and enhancing the educational opportunities within the Mansfield City Schools District. The proposed facility, backed by the Ohio Facilities Construction Commission, OFCC, which has verbally committed to funding 95% of the project costs, signifies a substantial investment in the future of local education. Board President Chris Elswick highlighted the year-long discussions with OFCC and the district's direction towards constructing the new facility without resorting to a bond issue. However, a new operating levy might be necessary for its maintenance. Slated to break ground in 2025 and complete by 2027, this new building is not just about bricks and mortar. It's a commitment to the children's future. With plans to accommodate up to 900 students, including 400 preschoolers, the district aims to address the current waiting list for its pre-K program and reverse the trend of declining enrollment. Superintendent Jefferson's vision extends beyond the immediate project, with ambitions to maintain educational diversity through the district's magnet schools and campuses across town, ensuring that family choice remains a priority. The broader strategic plan also encompasses renovations for middle and high school facilities, reflecting a comprehensive approach to revitalizing Mansfield City Schools infrastructure. This ambitious project represents more than just a structural addition. It's a reimagining of the educational environment, promising a future where every child has access to modern, inclusive, and high-quality education. Let's move on to some Ohio history. While a number of Ohio-connected players and staff will be participating in the Super Bowl, the Buckeye State has a connection you might not know. Wilson Sporting Goods has been crafting NFL Game Ball since 1955 in the town of Ada, This facility, which produces over 700,000 footballs annually, manufactures special balls for the Super Bowl. The manufacturing process encompasses cutting, sewing, turning, lacing, and molding the perfect game-day pigskin. This year, the San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs each received 108 Wilson balls for the Super Bowl, 54 for practice, and 54 for the main event. Now an event coming up that you should know about. For whoever needs to hear this, Valentine's Day is coming up next Wednesday. That means it's crunch time for dinner reservations, flower orders, sending cards, and picking out gifts for the loves of your life. While you're making your love's day, make sure you shop local and help support the wonderful businesses in North Central Ohio. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember Steve Eckstein. Steve was born in Bucyrus in 1945 and graduated from Buckeye Central High School in 1963. In 1985, he married Judy. He dedicated his life to his work at Just Plastics in Galleon, which he owned and operated with his wife for over 30 years. He had a reputation for hard work and made many lasting connections. Steve was a proud member of the St. Paul United Methodist Church, where he actively participated in weekly Bible studies and spent time with friends. He was also a member of the Eagle Squadron RC Club, where he flew remote-controlled airplanes as a private pilot. He loved the freedom and thrill of the skies. Steve enjoyed fishing all over the world, Texas Hold'em poker, Garth Brooks, and spending time at VFW Post 4329 of Galleon. Most of all, Steve loved his family. They will deeply miss him. He leaves behind his children, grandchildren, siblings, nine great-grandchildren, and his dog Buster. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Steve's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com slash obituaries submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richmond County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.